You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page for exclusive content from us. Patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Ulysses, it is a Friday show, which means we have another one of our dedicated listeners on the pod. That is Carlos Herrera. And I must say, Carlos knocked it out of the park. Hopefully, the Rays will do so later on today and tonight. Exactly. I want the same energy and passion that uh, we, we had from Carlos this morning. A little peek behind the curtain. Yes, we had <laughs> we had the interview early in the morning and we're just doing this. But uh, yeah, hopefully the Rays can copy Carlos and, and, and get us that W tonight. And again, we had Carlos Herrera on, not Carlos Correa. Big difference. Big Our difference. Carlos is the better Carlos That's here right. on a Friday edition of what we like to call Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on one of our dedicated listeners. If you're a Locked on Rays listener and you want to do this, you want to be a guest co-host on the show for an episode this year, next year, so on, um, just shoot us an email, lockedonrays at gmail.com, and we can send you all the information to be able to get that opportunity. Without further ado, here's us with Carlos Herrera. All right, Ulysses, it is another edition of what we're calling Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on Locked On Rays listeners to discuss all things Rays baseball. Today, we have dedicated listener Carlos Herrera on. Not Carlos Correa, but Carlos Herrera. Let's get that straight, okay? (laughs) I I know know it can sound very similar, but this is, I I say the better Carlos, right? Yes. The the better of the two. Yeah, the, the, the poor, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the nicer one, because honestly, uh, it yeah. seems like Correa is definitely leaning into that villainous role heavily mm-hmm. and, and he's loving it. I, I don't know if you guys agree, but he just seems like to have understood that everybody hates him and he's wearing that cap and he's wearing that mask. And he said, you know what? You I will be the bad guy. Sure. MLB promote me as the bad guy. I, I thrive in it. They even, I think, even made him kind of that uh, post game interview, like right after the game ended, and he came up there and he's breathing all heavy and everything, and he just had that kind of smarmy look on his face. And yeah. uh, that post game interview, I was just kind of like, ah, "Come on, dude, you're definitely owning it now. Like you're for sure owning it." So, <laughs> who who is the most hated Astro right now? Is it Carlos Correa? Yes. Is it Altuve? Uh, is it Regman? Who is it right now? It's Correa. Yeah, Ooh, I think so. whoever gives think, you the walk yeah. off is <laughs> has to mm-hmm. be that guy. And then he sat there and he watched it go out. And I'm like, normally that's like someone's getting hit with a pitch the next game instantly, like because of the you know yeah. the unwritten rules of baseball and stuff like that. So the game of is changing, course, I guess. 
Uh, of course, mm. the the Rays lose four to three in Game Five of the ALCS to the Houston Wastebaskets. Uh, what was interesting about this game? <laughs> the very first pitch the Rays make was a home run. The very last pitch the Rays make was a home run. So it was bookend home runs. I don't know <sighs> if I've ever seen that before. I'm sure yeah. it's happened in the game, sure. but that wasn't the best uh, starting or ending to that Rays game. But hey. Another nail biter, another, I, I guess, fun, exciting game. If you're looking for extra baseball, we got game six tonight, folks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look, let's let's look at the big picture here, because yeah. I think me and Carlos are very passionate people. I can tell that we, we when we look at something, we might just go into a tunnel and then just go with it. So I want to stop that and I want to look at the big picture. Mm-hmm. when we had our Zoom roundtable about what was it, guys, a week ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. all mostly said six games like around the board everybody six six, six mm-hmm. games. we went up 3-0 so the expectations were <laughs> yeah. either a sweep or game five so now it kind of feels mm-hmm. a little bit defeating to go to game six but that's why i want to go big picture everybody saw this we ourselves saw this going six games so that's that's cost for hey let's let's settle down number two the two losses have been four to three. Mm-hmm. Are there negatives? Of course there are negatives. But I also want to look at the big picture. One run games. The Astros do not usually win one run games. They won a couple. Okay. Fair. But I, I don't want to go into a tunnel of negativity. I don't know if you, if you feel that way, Carlos. No, I, I do too. I, I kind of was like um... – I was thinking the same thing. And then, of course, like, I need to stay off Twitter more on the game. <laughs> uh, a lot of times it's just funny to go on there just to say stuff or try to, you know, like, whatever the, whatever you're trying to, to do when you're there. But I, I thought of the same thing, too. It's like we're all disappointed because we're thinking, okay, we got up 3-0. We're, it's going to, you know, a sweep. And, all, and I never said sweep because I – I never jinx. I think I feel it jinxes things like that, and that might be my weirdness. But right. but exactly what you were saying in our discussion, and I started thinking about that too. I think everybody said six games, five games, but I think the majority of us said six games. So it's like yeah. we're at game six, and if the and if the you know if they can pull it out tonight and win, you know we look good. We predicted the six games, but it was agony the last. <laughs> two games you know especially last night was just like oh my god it was killing me because yeah every game has been very close and you know like you said they're not these aren't blowouts you know there isn't a six to two eight to one or some ridiculous 15 to three like the dodgers and the and the (laughs) uh, braves so yeah we have to you know you just kind of have to be optimistic and and this isn't easy it's not (laughs) like they're trying to do something that's easy to do you know very few teams get to this point you know in decades and stuff like that so i mean what was it it's been 10 years or whatever yeah well this team has been what going to the alcs for four straight years 2017 18 Mm -hmm. 19 and 20 so like they're i mean look the cheating and all that sure it happened but they are they're still Mm -hmm. with the cheating without the cheating they're still going in right so that Mm -hmm. means that it's a really good team it's a really strong core that they have there in the infield i think they even said even with expanded playoffs and all the extra series that core of the infield has been together longer than any other teammates more Mm -hmm. than mantle and company more than bernie williams and Derek jeter 
you know, that, so that that's there's something to be said about that. Again, close games. I like that you said that. The first game, Kevin, two one. The second one, four two. The third one, five mm-hmm. two. And then four three losses back to back. It's mm-hmm. been yeah, and it's one of those things too. Carlos, you mentioned Twitter. Wasn't Twitter down for a couple hours? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, greatest moment of 2020 thus far. Oh, I loved it. I agree. I loved it. Amazing. I was so <laughs> Look, happy. They, they should do this oh. more often. Like once every couple of weeks, just knock yes. it down for a couple mm-hmm. hours, make people go outside oh. and, yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. walk around the town a little bit, do something instead of, uh, you know, have an angry right. there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or, fo- or, focus, uh, yeah, or so- focus on the baseball game you're watching. There you go. <laughs> I did. I actually yeah. did focus more on the mm-hmm. baseball game yesterday because I, did, I didn't have to, like, you know, you know, interact with the people and all that. It was just like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what I'm focused on. When that thing mm-hmm. starts beeping and, and going crazy, that it'll let me know. It'll let me know mm-hmm. when I have to respond, but it was really nice to, yeah. to get that Twitter detox. On the bright side, mm-hmm. I guess is I'm glad that game wasn't at 8:40, and we'd have to end it at like midnight with oh, a yeah. loss like that. At, le- at least we had a little time to, you know, maybe kind of Decomposed. improve our mood before mm-hmm. going to bed and actually getting a good night's sleep. But <laughs> we talk about trying to look at a silver lining or a bright spot from yesterday's game. And of course, what sucked is the left on base, 17 left on base over six with runners mm-hmm. in scoring position. They had same their story, same story. Yes, they had their chances, Many. but the Rays did again. If you look at the numbers and look at everything, they technically out hit the Astros. They outwalked the Astros. There were several loud outs as well. We see Brandon Lau getting in the action, Mike Zanino getting base hits. And he almost, <laughs> I mean, was a couple feet <laughs> from a grand slam back earlier in the game. And also, you know, pitching wise, you had Sleegers, Fleming and Curtis cover seven innings for you. And seven only allowing really three runs. Good. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. should have been two runs. If Austin Meadows had actually made uh, a more than half hearted throw to home to nab what? out. Okay. Nalda. Okay. Parentheses here. What even was that throw? I mean, I, I, I think Meadows, that was a Johnny a- Damon throw. Not even, bro. <laughs> I mean, that. I mean, look, love Austin. I, I think that he he has the capability of being a good outfielder because his athletic build. He does make really good sliding catches when when the glove is in front of him. I think he's really mm-hmm. good at that, especially to the sides as well. He does that sliding couch very well. But that throw, ooh, that exposed him. Mm-hmm. That exposed him. Like, that is not somebody who you want to have right field. Right field, you should have an arm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think, too, like, it, it's weird, though, because it's almost like this is almost like a boxing match. You go inning for inning, hit for hit, hit for hit, and then there's a, there's that small breakout moment that changes the entire shift of the game, whether it's a home run or an error that, you know, where there's a ball flying into the stands or whatever that somebody threw instead of, you know, a solid thing, you know, on both sides of the, on both sides of the team too. And I think that's always been the thing that shifts that momentum. And with last night, we were getting later into the game, later into the game until, you know, Carrera hit that home run. But it was like, that's what I think is, is weird. It's like, they're all sort of, it's almost like a chess match. And then you're just trying to figure out like, what's going to be that move that puts your team over the top. And I think that's where, where we're, we're getting to these games with that. I wouldn't, I almost wouldn't be surprised if it ends up going seven because we keep pushing back and forth, but you know, 
hopefully not. I don't want it to go seven because I don't know if I can take it yeah. <laughs> mentally and physically <laughs> with Melissa hitting me every yeah. time the ball hits. So, uh, but, How was yeah. your leg after the Choi home run? Did Melissa just annihilate your left leg? I, I moved away at one point because when the ball's in the air, she's like hitting, she's like tapping my leg. <laughs> and then the closer it gets to going over the wall, the harder the taps get of and everything like that. Of course. So, but it's, it's just funny too. And I think it's become like her ritual a little bit. So yeah. So you gotta let it, yeah. you gotta wear some padding in the, in, on the left thigh slash <laughs> knee area. That's what has, that's what yeah. has to happen. Um, yeah. I looked up something guys. Cause again, I didn't want to go into a tunnel of negativity cause it definitely did. And a buddy of mine, well, actually Kevin, you know him, Brandon Holcher. Right. He texted me after the game. He said, okay, I haven't texted you because things were going great. But after two losses, I got to text you. We got to do something different in our rituals because we got to get that W. And he said, look, the better team will win out. So I, he gave me an idea. I went to the calendar, my trusted little calendar of the 2020 season. Guys, the race didn't lose three games in a row more than two times. The last time they did that was against the Washington Nationals in Washington. They lost two, and then they came back to the Trop, and they lost against the Red Sox. That was September 7th through the 10th. Okay, there was an off day in between. Then you would have to go back all the way to that first road trip where they went 0-5 to find another three-game losing streak by the Rays. This team did not lose three in a row. Uh, so, so we have to think, okay, they got the two. They'll come back today. That that you have to have that mindset because uh, if not, I don't know if our high blood pressure, our our nails, our mental mm. sanity is going to take much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a positive note, is the Astros did have to go to the well a little bit yesterday and using seven pitchers, so maybe that plays into the Rays' hands a little bit. I want to ask this before we move on and change gears to tonight's game. Any concerns at all about Nick Anderson or that was just Carlos Correa was sitting on the fastball and he hit a pretty good 96 mile an hour that was up and away. We also have to acknowledge Anderson struggled in his last appearance against the Astros, uh, getting the bases loaded and such. I don't think it's great um, that... Like you said, he might have just sat on that fastball and said, he's going to throw me a fastball. And that's what happened. But Anderson has done so much for this fan base and for this team in the last year uh, that or year and a half, whatever, however you might want to look at it. The, 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 the history is there. This is a really good pitcher. And OK, he's going to get burned with the home runs. And we've said that before. He's no Emilio Pagan. That's what I'll say. Uh, right. you know, Emilio Pagan would, would do this more often than not. And so <laughs> I, I'll stay with Nick Anderson. There is 100% trust in Nick Anderson, at least from my side. How about you, Carlos? Yeah, I, I agree. I think so too. It's like, you know, every, you're not going to be on every single moment, every single pitch and there might, and there's going to be a time when the, a couple are going to get away from you or, and I'm sure he, he, you know, he's probably thinking, oh, man, if I would have just did this maybe a little bit differently or thrown something different at that time, too. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, I think there's, no, there's no reason yet. He hasn't shown us any reason to, to worry. You know, I don't think so. so. 
I turned off the 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 the, the TV as soon as it happened. Uh, <laughs> so, I, so I didn't even get to see the the, the post game, uh, you know, interview. But was it a high fastball? I that's how fast I turned it off. Like I I saw the hit, I saw him walking. I was like, okay, that's it for me. But was it a high fastball? Yeah, it was up and away. Up and uh, up and away. Mm-hmm. Top of the zone. It was one that yeah. Altuve probably could have taken the other way. Like Carlos Correa just went with it for sure. In the okay. last pitch, the, the previous yeah. pitch, yeah, he was sitting fastball the entire time when he whiffed way early on yeah. the curveball that Anderson threw. But it's one of those things where, yeah, like Anderson has been nails for so long. Um, Perry chiming in here. Man, Ooh. we're going to have to edit this out later. <laughs> I, th- I think Carlos Ugh. Correa is outside my house right now. Perry, yeah. settle Get down. Perry. So, Get Perry. It's just somebody happy. that looks like Carlos Correa. <laughs> Pull your jets, Benny. Um, okay, we'll continue this discussion, but first we've got to tell you about Built Bar. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious than ever before. The amount of flavors they have, it is like up to 1920 right now. It's basically the same amount or more so than the number of raised pitchers who have saves. And I can tell you, Ulysses, all these flavors are delicious. Um, and they've got a brand new flavor. They've got a strawberry flavor, which I've I've heard good things about too. There's something for everyone, just like in the, in the race stable. You got your submarine pitcher. You got your lefty with crafty stuff. You got your right-hander with power stuff. Built Bar has something for everyone. And the good thing is, you know, these Built Bars, they may all taste a little bit different, but they're all going to be dynamic and offer you uh, consistency in their statistics, if you will. I mean, we're talking about 180 calories, just five grams sugar, just five grams net carbs, 17 grams of protein. That's what you're going to get from one of these Built Bars, which, by the way, are delicious. They're they're soft and easy to chew. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or lady. If you're on the keto diet, it's great for that as well. They're just delicious and you can use them as a pre-workout thing, post-workout thing. You want a little nice dessert. It's it's a a good option for that. Celebratory dinner, uh, you know, a nightcap thing. You know, you can use that for that. Maybe tonight. You can mix and match like Kevin Cash does. And then there's a lot of ways you can go with this thing. But here's what you need to do. You want some Built Bars, right? Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, guys, looking at tonight's game, we've got a 6.07 p.m. start on a Friday. I like that. That is perfect for me. I can deal with that. Okay. Um, We've got one Mr. Balake Snell going up against Framber Valdez. Of course, Blake Snell uh, in game one threw 105 pitches through five innings, was sort of laboring and grinding through that start, but still – did his job um, guys. How do you, how do you see this one shaking out tonight? What are you guys looking for? I hope that Blake does what he did the first time that that would be a successful outing. I don't care about the five innings. Okay. Look, um, m- the majority of the stable wasn't used yesterday. They had an off day. You kind of use the B for most of the part uh, most, most of the game, except for Anderson. So you got Diego and uh, on the wings, you got Fairbanks on the wings, you got McClanny, you got H- Jose Alvarado, so you've got pieces in the bullpen. So if he gives you five innings, like he did the first game, and put up a, a big goose egg on the run column, 
I'd call that a victory. How about you, Carlos? Yeah, I, I agree. I think if he, if he can do what he did uh, the last game, that would be good. I would just like to see um, him stay just focused and like try not to give up any early runs. Cause that seems to always, uh, you know, it seems to be the theme of the last two games where it's like a home run in the first inning and then right. it's a battle back. So I'd like to just see that and just come out there with a little bit of swag, man, come out there like a little bit, like, you know, sometimes you can kind of see it written on his face, you know, mm-hmm. if there's a bad inning or he's, or he's working a, a little harder than he wants to on and it. He talks I, to I'm himself. not the biggest Snell fan. Yeah. I, as you guys know, I'm not the biggest Snell fan, but I mean, he, he showed me what he would have last time. Let's go. This is even bigger yeah. stakes here. You know, he's going to, if they, if, if, you know, if they can pull it out tonight, he's going to get another three, four days rest. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, he'll be pitching in like what game three of the world series or something or four, yeah. if it gets to that point. So it's like, yeah, like I, 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 I would be happy if he does what he did last time. I'd be fine with it. So because the result that, was what we needed. That's an interesting point because when he signed that fifty-year five, uh, you know, uh, fifty-year, <laughs> fifty hey, million five-year, three-year-old Blake <laughs> Snell on the mound. Yeah. He's managing. He's like Dusty <laughs> Baker. Look at exactly. That. Uh, when he signed that deal, and a half. Said, yeah, <laughs> and they're gonna yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, he, he said he wanted to be the guy, right? To to be on the mount in the biggest stage. That's mm-hmm. what he said. Well, this is this is the biggest mm-hmm. game of your career. I, I, mm-hmm. He hasn't ever had a bigger a bigger stage for for himself. This is it. This is your hoorah rah until the next hoorah rah in in in, in hopefully a week. So. Mm-hmm. make what you can make out of it yes come out with some swag yes don't let in early runs mm-hmm. that, those kill you yeah let's stop being yeah i want to know in the first inning yeah definitely because i think i think also that might set a different tone to maybe a little maybe instill a little bit more confidence it was like something with lao with lao i'm glad that he had a hit finally hit a home run and all that stuff. So maybe he's going to start to go on a roll there. Uh, just anything that anything that's just positive, I want to see. Because sometimes <laughs> you just see it in Snell's face, and I just wonder how the guys on the bench are. I mean, they know him better than anybody else, but it just freaks me out a little bit because he almost looks like, oh, man, dang, what's going on? Yeah. And then he's got to build himself back up. So Body language is a big thing. And I think with Blake, mm-hmm. you, can, you can definitely see it. What concerns mm-hmm. me a little bit is – he wants to establish the fastball, but the Houston Astros, they're so good at hitting those high nineties fastballs, mm-hmm. especially yeah. top of the zone like that. So he might have to start pitching backwards a little bit and really be effective with that slider down and into righty uh, into righties. And just, just his, his secondary stuff, I think really, really has to be on point. Look here, Blake Snell, win this game for us and you get a year supply of Chipotle. I'll do it. <laughs> Up front the money. <laughs> That's what they should do. That's what the race should do. Hey, here's the thing. Win game six for us, and we will buy you all the Frappuccinos you want, all the Chipotle you want. Sneakers, uh, we'll buy all the Air Jordans. An, an Xbox, a PS5, anything. He has it all, though. It's impossible. He already has it all. He already uh, has David, it. Have you seen his gaming lot. station? It's, it's, unbe- it's unbelievable. Well, we'll, lifetime, we'll get you uh, inter- lifetime pass at Dave and Buster's or whatever, man. There we go. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll set up a, uh, we'll set up a video game meet 
with Ninja. Isn't Ninja like the big video game? Yeah, guy? Ninja that video I think game. So, yeah. Guy, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We gotta we gotta sort that out. Figure that out. Um, good news: the Rays do have home field advantage tonight. Uh, they've been successful when they've had home field advantage uh, in this series. Um, score prediction. I want a score prediction from you guys. Oh, Carlos, I'll, I'll 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 let you go first on on the prediction. I think. I think this one is going to be, I'm going to go ahead and say maybe six to four. I think there's going to be a little bit more bat on this one. I think the guys hopefully know what's at stake here and know what they can get. You know, that, that we're going to the next step there. And I think it's someone's going to get motivated besides the Raz. There will be another, I think there'll be another big, maybe Zanino might come through. He's Ooh. been pretty consistent w- with some good hits. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I, I'm going to go like six, four. I think it's going to be like six, four. Okay. I dig that. I dig that. Um, fortunately for, for all of our mental health and sanity, I think it's going to be even closer than that. I think it's going to be five, four, uh, obviously race. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. hopefully the Raz keeps being on fire. I mean, this guy is unreal. He tied uh-huh. Longo's rookie home run record in the postseason with six. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Hopefully today he has some men on base and he can get to seven. Yes. <laughs> that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I, 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 um, I know he's had men on base before, but only one. He's Seems never like it's had been a, a lot of bomb solo shots. And a lot of solo shots. So let's mm-hmm. see if there's some traffic uh, before him. And again, Bilal, good to see the home run but and, and the fly out prior to that. But the other two at-bats were just as bad as what we've seen previously. Like he, I think one yeah. of them with uh, – was it Rayleigh, Brooks Rayleigh, the, the lefty? He was swinging at four balls. One was a foul ball, but the next three were just a down and away, and he just kept eating them up. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. So mm-hmm. he looked as awful as he's seen. So hopefully there's more of that contact and, and less of that whiff. I just thought um, that home run would maybe like give him a little bit of a like yeah. motivation or just like, okay, I still can do this, you know, and, and kind of turn it around. But you're right. Yeah, he did, I, I, he did just – was awful after that. So look, I think it takes a little bit. I think, I think he'll go out and get a hit. He'll get something going before this series is over again. I, what I loved, not just the home run, but how he was embraced and cheered and supported mm-hmm. by his teammates. I mean, that Hunter Renfro bear hug, that is goals right there. Also, <laughs> Ulysses, you mentioned the Raz, Randy Arazarena. Look, the home runs have been par for the course. 97 down to the zone pops it out. But that outfield assist, man, the the distance he had to cover on that hit down the line from Altuve in a pinpoint throw, perfect position for Brandon Lau to make the tag. I think it was Brandon Lau that made the tag. And keeping it low just has to move it over and, and gets out. Gets out Altuve. Five tool player. Is that what you're, is that what you're listening to me? Yeah. Tool player. Yes. That's why I have a big five in front of my face right now. You guys can see five tool player, man. He can do it all. That's why the, the, the earliest nickname that we had for him was uh, the unicorn, the baseball unicorn, because he can do it all. He's mm-hmm. a rare species and he really is. And he showed that yesterday. What a throw. So hopefully, again, I think it's going to be a close game, unfortunately. Uh, did I get a, uh, a score prediction from you, Kevin? No, I will be presenting that uh, right now, actually. Um, also, I do <laughs> like uh, the, the one from Kevin Cash, the Cuban Mookie Betts. 
That isn't bad. I think Randy has some more muscle on him than Mookie, though. Yes, I think, for uh, sure. And know, I want him to be unique. Like yeah. Mookie Betts. Yeah. yeah, great player. Mookie Betts, awesome. But I want Randy Rosarena to be Randy Rosarena. Mm-hmm. There we go. He's not any video. Too, way there bigger than Mookie. Yeah. The cigar. He's smoking. He's firing. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Oh, like, yeah. oh my Cuban cigars, oh, come on here. That's perfect, actually. Why haven't we? Tampa? Why did you all Tampa come Cigar on. City? I've it's been beautiful. saving. This has been a long con. I've given you crappy nicknames all week. <laughs> oh, man. I'm no, I. This is good. I may push my support from the Raz to that one. That was, oh, my God. That, that, in, that encompasses so much. That one. Yeah. yeah. Should that, we throw that, that out on so Twitter? Perfect. The cigar. The cigar I think we does it put again. It Twitter. I'm sure oh, we'll get in a lot of negativity like we always do. But yeah. I think we should. Oh, yeah. oh smoking. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah there you go. I That's the first awesome. one. <laughs> uh, don't inhale, yeah. folks. It's a yeah. cigar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my score prediction is God, I've, I've just used like the same score prediction. It's okay. The it, they've been close games. It's all right. I'll say, I'll say four, mm-hmm. three Rays. And okay. I, I don't want to go on like an Astros love fest right here. I'm not. But I will say their arms, their their starting arms and their bulk arms have really, really impressed me. I mean, one after the other with especially the secondary stuff from Valdez, McCullers, Urquidy. Uh, who'd you have yesterday? The the rookie Luis Garcia, Christian Javier. I mean, some of their curveballs and sliders, like you can't scrub was throwing that 12 to 6 knuckle curve. And I was like, guys, it's coming. It's come the knuckle curve is coming. Uh, these games are not apt. For anxious, stressed <laughs> people like myself, and 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 uh, I am incredible, incredibly passionate about the game. So I get in, strike after strike, mm. ball after ball, and and it's a lot to take in. So hopefully, hopefully, all of the nice positivity that we've thrown around in, on, on the show will, will will make itself appear on uh, on the TV screen tonight. Changing gears here, we got <laughs> baseball trivia. Yes. And Carlos is a baseball aficionado. I've got my trivia question for him. Ulysses, you've got yours. Ulysses, do you want to start it off? Try to get Carlos in a groove here, and then maybe I'll try to strike him out. Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. For my trivia question. (laughs) So much pressure. Well, he could hit this uh, out of the park. Wink, wink. Okay. So since 1990. Since 1990, there have only been four players to win back-to-back MVPs. Can you name these four players? Uh, Bonds is one. Correct. He did it in 92 and 93, and then also did it from 2001 to 2004. (laughs) Was he good? I don't know. Yeah, he was kind of good, but he's not in the (laughs) Hall of Fame, though. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, Bonds, and I'm trying to think of who would be another one. Was A Rod one of them? A Rod did it. Uh, th- he got the MVP three times, but never back to back. So strike one. Okay. I will tell you this. All I'll right, give you a hint. Yeah. One yeah. Of the, <laughs> the guy that's that's missing. He did it the earliest in '93, '94, and he is in the Hall of Fame as of 2014. Oh my god, this one's I'm trying to think here. Was he American League or National League? Can I get American that? League? <laughs> American League. He's American League. Yes. Okay. Who would have that been? Uh, was it Derek Jeter? No. 
No, it wasn't Jeter. Oh my gosh. Cal Ripken. Should I give a hint? You can give a hint, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. Um, Carlos, this is Venezuelan bump. No bump is needed for this uh, future Hall of Famer. <clears throat> I think he is one of, if not Ulysses' favorite players, favorite hitters. Oh, uh, Miggy. Yes. Miggy. Correct. Yes. He, he did it yeah. in 2012 and 2013. Okay, so you got two out of the four. Yeah. Now, let's move away okay. from that, that Hall of Famer, and let's go to the guy that did it right before Miggy. In 2008, 2009, he is still active, but definitely not the same guy from these MVP years. Oh, I would say Albert Pohos. Perfect. There you go. That's three out of yeah. four. Can you get yeah. that Hall of Famer? Oh, my God. Who would be that other one? I would need a hint on that one to think okay. who would be... Chicago White Sox legend. Oh, Chicago White Sox legend. Uh, Good Lord. Oh, Frank Thomas. Boom. He hit it at Parkfield. Frank Thomas, 93-94. Thomas. Bonds, 92-93, 2001 through 2004. Albert Pujols, 08-09. And Miggy Cabrera, 2012-2013. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I think uh, I just pulled the list up. Dale Murphy, Mike Schmidt. So then you'd have to w- really go back in yes. time to get some of these yeah, other guys. Uh, Joe Morgan, Roger Maris, Ernie Banks. I was like, Mickey 1990 seems seems sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My trivia question is related to the postseason. Uh, most career playoff strikeouts I have in front of me the top 10 list, the top 10 leaders in that category of most career playoff strike, uh, strikeouts. The leader of this has 205. Number 10 on this list that I see has 132. Um, Carlos, can you name three players on this list? Jeez, career strikeouts. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah, career strikeouts um, in the playoffs in the postseason. In the playoffs, I'm trying to think of who's not delivered in the playoffs. Uh, good lord! Now this is pitchers. I should say this is pitchers. Oh, pitchers! It's, oh, is okay. These are pitchers that are delivering. Yes, okay. these are pitchers. Uh, okay. Okay, Nolan Ryan. I would think Nolan Ryan is not on this list. Strike one. Okay. All right. Um, Andy Pettit. You are correct. He is number four on this list with 183 strikeouts and 276.2 innings pitch. Wow, that is a lot of playoff baseball for this. Yeah. Almost wow. 300 innings in the playoffs? <laughs> it's like a full season. <laughs> oh I know. God. Um, More. Holy crap. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Yeah, that is nuts. <laughs> um, I would say another one would be Kurt Schilling. Her chilling is not on this list. Strike two. Oh, okay. Strike two. Okay. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, number 10 on the list. Yes. Nailed it. 132 strikeouts in 121 innings pitched in the postseason. Yeah. Wow. Oh, (laughs) come on, Carlos. I think I... Uh, How many do you have, Carlos? And how many are you looking for, Kevin? He needs one more, so I want to give him one more chance before he gets oh, that third strike. Okay, I was gonna. I said Roger Clemens. I think might be Roger. 
Uh, Roger Clemens is on this list. You are correct. 173 yes. strikeouts. Nice. In 199 innings yeah. pitched. Uh, Ulysses, do you have yeah. this list in front of you? Are you cheating? No, I'm not. I'm just okay. excited for Carlos. <laughs> I know. Carlos, do you want to keep going or are you, are you, you want me to read the list to you? Uh, you think you can no, get another couple more? I, I'm, yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna tap out while I'm doing all right. <laughs> okay, that, that, Ulysses, I, I do kind of want to see if you can name some of these guys if you have not looked this up. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. no Houston Astros maneuvers here. Okay. <laughs> no, hands uh, hands up. No, not on the keyboards. Okay, Mike Mussina. No, not on this list. Um, and they're all recent-ish guys, or are we? Yeah, looking- I would say so. Some of these guys are still active for sure, too. Justin Verlander. He's number one, 205. Okay. We got one strike. Let's see. Another guy. Oh, I think think there might be one. Yeah? Real. What do you got, Carlo? Max Scherzer? Nice. Uh, Yes, he is number eight on this list. Clayton Kershaw. Yes, number three on this list. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I think I'm out. I'm tapping out. Yeah. All right. I'll read you the list. Uh, you guys got most of them. Uh, this is in order. Justin Verlander, John Smoltz, who lived in the same neighborhood as my oh. uncle. Very good golfer. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, Andy <laughs> yep. Patton, Roger Clemens, Mike Messina, Tom Glavin, uh, Max Scherzer. Uh-huh. This might be a surprising one. John Lester, number nine. Hmm. And then Randy pick. Johnson. Sneaky so, pick there with John Lester. thought there. I'd give you a trivia yeah. question there. Um, guys this was fun carlos hope you enjoyed um and we plan to do this again soon with our um with some of our dedicated listeners we plan to make this an annual thing maybe a semi-annual thing right Uh, rambling rays with uh myself and ulysses carlos did you have fun would you come on again Oh my God. Yes. It was really fun. The trivia was scary because <laughs> I felt like Melissa built me up a little bit more, <laughs> but yes, I definitely recommend this. Anybody that's thinking about joining the Patreon really should, because we have a lot of fun on our, on those discussions on our, on our chats. And, uh, and then this is always fun too. So yeah, so this is the best, uh, baseball podcast out there for sure. So Okay, that is lofty right there. I love it. I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're number one, but I love it. I love the energy. I, like I'm, I, I, you know what? I'll take the praise right now. I need it. I, I've had oh, two yeah. lost straight straights. I, I need the praise. I love it. Thank you, Carlos. I think that, that oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a great ending for for this t- for today's episode. Okay, we once again want to thank Carlos Herrera for joining us again. If you want to. Uh, be a guest host of the pod. Shoot us an email, lockedonrays at gmail.com for more information and details on that. Uh, while you're on the internet, you might as well go ahead and check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash unfiltered. Um, we actually uh, just dropped a new segment there the other day where we discussed the merits of Zach Granke making it into the Hall of Fame. It wasn't just a complete Astros love fest. We just thought it was a pertinent <laughs> conversation with the Rays uh, facing Zach Granke not too right. long ago. Um, but we have other things going up there, blog posts, video posts, audio posts, all sorts of good stuff. And, of course, we do have the ALDS Game 5 recap, which we go inning by inning. It mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. To, to do that pod so everybody go go check it out we've got good stuff there and hopefully you enjoy it 
and we try to pronounce Mike Brasso's name correctly. We've gotten some complaints on that. I think we try to alleviate that on uh, our patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered page. So be sure to check that out. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.